This is the Grand Rivalida, PTO of the schools in the Philippines, hosted by yours truly, AJ Aday. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Grand Rivalda. This is your host, AJ Adea. And today, our guest is an OT graduate of UPM or University of the Philippines, Manila. And with this episode, we talked about her overall experience and what it's like being a school or scholar ng bayan and the culture of being a UP student overall. Lastly, we talked a bit about our frontliners and the current work they're doing, the amazing work they're doing in PGH and as well as the other hospitals here and reflecting as well on the current pandemic that the whole world is currently experiencing. And I want to thank you guys again. And today, April 30th marks the last day of OT month. So take this time to thank all the OTs you know, especially the OTs out there currently working on the front lines. And guys, this is episode 7 of the Grand Rivalda. Enjoy the episode. Hey guys, today our guest is from University of the Philippines, Manila. I'll be giving the mic to her now so she could introduce herself to you guys. Hi everyone, I am Veronica D. Um, I'm an OTRC, so I took the board exam last February 2019, and it's been roughly one year, mm-hmm. more than one year, since I started teaching as an instructor at UP Manila. Oh wow, uh, Um, I guess we could talk. <laughs> Uh, about that later on uh, with your profession. Um, but I guess for starters, why did you pick occupational therapy? Okay, so the story behind that would be I initially wanted to take psych mm-hmm. as my course or program in college. But then my mom and my aunt, they convinced me to take occupational therapy instead. So the backstory behind that would be that my sister and my sister so my cousin uh-huh. so yung anak no aunt ko na yon, my cousin has autism and she regularly goes to OT so my aunt has some understanding of what OTs do uh, so um, so she tried to explain it to me and my fourth year high school self ang nakuha ko lang from her would be Nara wrestling ng bata ang OT and you get paid for it. So, <laughs> so tuwa naman ako. So I researched about it on Google and it seemed fun. Mm-hmm. No, though hindi ko siya masyadong gets at first. It seemed fun. So yun yung pinuha ko instead of psych. I took OT. Mm-hmm. And with selection of schools, uh, how did you end up picking uh, UP? Um. I I took the exam for the four major schools, no? oh. so UST, UP, Ateneo, and uh. so, ayun. so I took the exam for those. Tapos, nakapasa naman ako sa lahat. But okay. then I had this high school teacher before na Gusto niyang mag-UP yung mga students niya. So, okay. he convinced us na mag-UP ka na, nakapasa ka na eh. I mean, it's gonna be difficult for sure. Pero at least, you know, alam mo sa sarili mo na trinay mo siya. And then, ayun. So, <laughs> kaya ako napunta sa UP because of my high school teacher who wanted us or encouraged us to mm-hmm. go into UP. And, uh, 
your professor was uh, from UP ba as well? Actually, hindi. Uh-huh. Feeling ko ang gusto lang niya na nasasabi niyang yung students niya, oh, talagang UP yung dati. Ah, <laughs> for bragging rights. <laughs> yeah, bragging rights niya. So I'm sure kahit ano school naman, he would have been proud of us naman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess the typical Filipino grad, uh, high school graduate, the choosing of the, the top four to start their journey, I mean, their college yeah. journey. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> um, and I guess, I mean, for, you know, for the people that doesn't know, UP Manila is where the uh, health courses, right? Yes. So, most of the medical or health-related courses are in UP Manila. Mm-hmm. And then we also have a college for the um, social sciences. So, like, if anyone's planning to go to OT, it would be UP Manila. Yes. And then, I guess, uh, with the UPCAT, right? With the with the entrance exam. Then that's where you would put the the school and the course na rin, diba? If I'm not mistaken. Yes. So, um, the form, the application form for mm-hmm. the entrance exam, mm-hmm. um, they would ask the students to give their top four, I think. So, meron siyang choice na first choice of campus, second choice of campus, then ah, per campus, dalawang okay. courses ang pipiliin mo. For any aspiring OTs out there that wants to yeah. go to UP. <laughs> <laughs> We would love to have more. <laughs> um, And then as well as the, what's this, the tuition is still free, if I'm not mistaken? Um, before, when I went in, mm-hmm. hindi siya free. Pero um, recently, naging free na yung tuition mm-hmm. ng UP. So, that's, yes. Yes, that's free. something to look forward to talaga for any <laughs> parents <laughs> na magpapaaral. <laughs> uh, establishing the how you would get in into the university and the uh, entrance test. Can you share with us the facilities that uh, UPM offers that uh, that is accessible for the students to use? Okay, so let's start from my college, which is the College of Allied Medical Professions. Mm-hmm. So that's actually the college for the OTs, the PTs, and the speech therapists. No? So mm-hmm. OT, PTs, and STs, doon sila sa camp. We have... We don't have much, to be honest. But <laughs> we make do. So we have a library. So each college has a library. And there's also a university library mm-hmm. no, for everyone. And then um, in our college, we have a total of four floors. Ngayon. One floor usually for the speech pathologist. Mm-hmm. Um, classrooms lang siya. Pero naman kaming AVR, tsaka mga sound system. Uh-huh. So um, it's not like bare bones naman. <laughs> Oo, hindi naman siya yung walang, wala talaga, walang aircon or ano. Pero um, we have an OT laboratory and a PT laboratory. Mm-hmm. So in terms of equipment, we would have the basic stuff. So mm-hmm. we would have the assessment tools some intervention tools. Yeah, yung mga basic stuff. We don't have much, pero um, we try to get 
resources from the internet or wherever we can. Mm-hmm. So, for example, um, we also have a clinic. So, it's a college-based clinic. Mm-hmm. It's a charity clinic. And usually, interns would go there for their internship. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and that's then, other university facilities siguro would include doon sa may registrar namin, we have tutoring services. So, meron silang mga programs where you can tutor other students. Oh, wow. And you get parang free use of internet resources, computer resources do registrar. So, ito yung mga ibang programs nila to help the students na hindi nakakaangat masyado sa buhay and would need the extra money or the resource. Then, um, ano pa ba? We're near Robinsons, Manila? I mean, that's, uh, I mean, I have uh, exposure to UP Diliman and yeah. I, I mean, UP Diliman really, you know, sets up the college university experience like you have a big walkway schools um, uh buildings are far yeah. um i guess with up it's uh, up manila it's not that it's not the same huh um currently it's not the same uh-huh. lalo na maraming constructions uh-huh. going on in our campus kasi parang gagawa ng mga bagong building mm-hmm. um inaayos yung facilities so, puro construction sites ngayon sa amin. Pero ang plan ng chancellor namin would be to actually make it a greener university. Mm-hmm. So, more trees, like, more spaces to just chill, like the demand. So, yun <laughs> yeah. ang plan so far. <laughs> I guess that's something to look forward to for the students. Um, <laughs> Atawa ko sa Robinsons. <laughs> <laughs> point <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I think PJH is already a selling point hearing the stories uh, it's case to case basis I would say yeah. I mean depending naman sa students how they take the situation mm-hmm. or the resources of the university yeah and the hospital department right now I mean for what they're going through with the yeah. uh, situation we have right now so much respect for them Frontliners. Yeah. Yeah. Get off topic, Muna, pero it's it really affects everything, you know. I mean, you can't go out and things are not going well. I mean, but I think that's a different topic. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. I think it's good to bring up um like socially relevant topics as well. No? Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, for the record, right before we went on recording this, uh, Veronica and I were speaking uh, about the government and how, how it was irritating <laughs> and trying to find things to, you know, to be on good vibes before this interview happens. <laughs> yes, naman, I mean, the private sectors, our frontliners, we're all doing our best to um, step up and try to help the government as well. So, meron din namang good and bad sides of everything. I just hope na it all boils down to everyone being healthy again, yes. going back to their normal routines, you know. 
and like serve as a lesson for everyone to you know how to really appreciate things and what the world has to offer and just not take things for granted but yeah Yeah. hopefully we could get back to things and Uh maybe for another uh political topic uh, i could invite you as i think you (laughs) and other listeners would have something to say and say their piece onto the situation yeah i think at the end of it all we just need to learn how to like really appreciate everything and to be more um analytical i guess about everything that's going on with the healthcare system with the government and even with ourselves like practicing good hygiene or even like um staying at home to um listen to the government's pleas to our healthcare workers please everything it's a point of reflection for everyone i think yeah that's true well, I guess, you know, we just hope for the best and hopefully we can be done with this and ha- and come out better from it. Yes. Come out better and a little fatter. <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm, I'm seeing like a different uh, 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 organizations now, you know, that's like doing Facebook Live and doing like the exercises. So that's a really good initiative for them. <laughs> um, I guess moving on na lang. Uh, in terms of I mean the usual events and the extracurricular activities that your university offers that a student can look forward to. Um, especially for your college, for uh camp, uh what do they offer? Oh, for camp, um I could cite two very exciting events for mm-hmm. the students now. So the first one would be the yearly um, foundation activities. Mm-hmm. Now, so um, we usually have the foundation activities on November and it's almost like a month-long celebration of the college's uh, foundation. Mm-hmm. So we have talent shows, we have uh, outreach activities, we have flag ceremonies, and other programs to celebrate the occasion. Um, you know, so it's a... Uh, yeah. How long does this uh, foundation uh, thing go on for? Uh, ilang years na. I mean, uh, like when it's when it's celebrated in the college, like is it, does it go for a few days long or a few... for a week or a month? Oh, for the whole month, actually, you have activities. So, oh, we wow. need them every day. Mm-hmm. Pero, usually, by the time na November na, busy na lahat. So, mga professors, they're organizing, mm-hmm. uh, like, mga programs, mga flag ceremonies. Then, the students as well, busy rin sila because we have mga talent shows and everyone gets to participate in that. Mm-hmm. So, it's a very anticipated event of the college. So it's really, you know, where everyone could come together and showcase their talents, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, in light of that, another one would be, for December naman, we have the Lantern Parade. Uh-huh. So I think nakikita siya on the news na um, 
nagpa-parade ng lantern sa UP Diliman. Sa UP Manila, we also have that. So, each college will make their own lantern mm-hmm. and then parade around PGH, Taft, uh, Padre Faura, Pedro Hill, the streets around the university. Mm-hmm. Tapos, isho-showcase lang namin yung mga lanterns. And then, for our college, um, we usually have like students dancing and leading the parade. So, it's a very festive event, event. Oh. every December. And then, um, university-wide, meron din kaming mga outreach programs, mm-hmm. mga um, choir performances, um, in Dayok, or our dance varsity, they mm-hmm. also have performances for December. So, oh, so, maraming nangyayari pag November and December for the college. <laughs> um, I have a question. In terms of your uh, school, I mean, for let's say for OT, yeah. is it semestral, uh, trisem? We only have ano, two semesters. Okay. So that's the first semester from August to December. Mm-hmm. And then the second semester would be from January to around May, June. Okay. So, parang, so the, the, that events during December, then that would be like the, the, the Sam Under talaga. Yeah, it's the same under. I guess uh, that's something to look forward to, talaga, for anyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to get off from the academic stress that uh, mm-hmm. we go through. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, it you touched up on the specific, ano lang, like the specific traits that your school has. Um, from my opinion, though, I think students, all these students who come from UP would just be very professional. Like, professional, but very, very caring, in mm-hmm. a way. So, the OT profession merits na dapat caring ka or very good conversationalist ka. Mm-hmm. But then, I think also, there's a certain degree of professionalism that comes with it, especially kapag dealing with clients or colleagues. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that's a trademark of all graduates na OT from UP Manila, no? Mm-hmm. Na very professional sila in dealing with others. Very caring, mm-hmm. um, good conversationalists, and there's always that drive to learn something new, I think. Na we just don't stop studying for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> that drive to learn everything and anything yeah. new. I don't know if it's safe to say, but with the stigma with the, the schools that you come from, let's say, like, you know, the, the big four and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, correct me na lang if, you, if I'm wrong, but like with the cert, with once you graduate from UP, you're more of the, you know, the, well, what outsiders would call like the activista, yung mga nagrarali na ng rally. Uh, I think that uh, that mentality that people has towards UP, um, I guess maybe you could you know try to elaborate on that on what's the uh, culture in terms of the going through school in UP. Siguro hindi lang yon ang characteristic ng UP students. Though it does appear that way, siguro for others because. Let's say na mulat, 
or uh-huh. aware among UP students about what's happening in the society because um, we try to incorporate syempre, no, in what we study and what we do na scholars kami ng bayan and that we're studying in UP because of taxpayers' money but at the same time um, nagre-return din kami nung favor na yon by fighting for those who don't have voices. If we hear or see something na alam namin na mali, you would expect na i-call out namin yon because not everyone can fight for themselves then. Like, hindi lahat napapakinggan and we want na lahat, especially the minorities, the um, people who can't stand up for themselves, people who are not heard as much as we do. Mm-hmm. For example, in our college, um, we advocate for persons with disabilities. So we try to fight for their rights and advocate for them. Mm-hmm. So siguro ang nagiging dating would be, ang daming reklamo kasi oh. <laughs> we try to keep fighting to have the voices heard. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for uh, explaining that, that that whole side of things of UP uh, that I hope, you know, everyone could understand somehow, finally understand <laughs> why you guys are always like that. <laughs> and, you know, in times like this now, it's really, you're not just really doing the rally because you want to, you know, you want to just be disruptive. You want to be disrupted because you're really trying to change a, uh, a norm that's happening. And yeah. you want to make a change. Moving on to our... I guess you've touched up on the overall experience with the school <laughs> university. Uh, I guess for you as a student na lang. I mean, let's break it, uh, let's break it down with the experience. You as a student... Uh, the fact that you're going to UP Manila, uh, what was the environment for you there? Mm. As a student. As a student. For me, when I was a student, siguro kung um, iisipin ko siya, kasi toxic nga siya. Like, toxic in a sense na ang dami mong inaalar. You know? Pero, alam ko, lahat ng students ganun, lalo na pag-college, ano, ang dami nating ginagawa lagi. Um, there's always that um, parang pressure to mm-hmm. do your best, to study this, to study that, to know this, know that. Um, siguro, ganun siya. Na ang dami mong inaaral. Technically, it, it's practically a whole new world for you. No? So, kung ano man yung natutunan mo in high school, you realize that it's just a small part of what you learn in college. Mm-hmm. So, and mong matututunan, but at the same time, parang, hindi. Sobrang busy mo, but at the same time, you're growing so much because and dami mong natututunan. So, um, I think, yun yung overall experience with the academics, no? Mm-hmm. But then, I also know na um, there are a lot of extracurricular activities as well to help you distress. And then the people as well, getting to know the people, it's another whole experience as well. Parang, 
you get to know a lot of different people. You get to talk to them about their views on society. Minsan nagde-debate pa kayo on <laughs> your views and their views. Pero it's a whole learning experience that I think is very valuable for a university. I mean, it, so it it was toxic at first, but then you know you get to adjust and you know, and cope with how things are. Uh, kung paano siya pinapatakbo. As you mentioned, you only learn parang konti lang from the high school and going to college, it's really how, you know, tung ala namulat, that's how you end up seeing things. Yeah, yeah. In some way, you adjust to what's happening around you and parang nagbabago rin yung perspective mo on everything. For the, our listeners out there, I mean, it's good to be aware of the extracurricular activities. Uh, you know, as for your mental health, then, because that that will burn you out. I mean, studying, studying. I mean, it's good to be aware and to have access to those, you know, uh, extracurricular activities that could, you know, let you distress onto your uh, student uh, load what you learn in school talaga. I think you would agree on me with that, with the mental health issues that is, you know. Yes, definitely. I think it's um like a topic na mas put into light recently. And I think that's good because na-address na rin natin yung mga mental health concerns. Mm-hmm. Hindi lang mga puro physical ang mga na-address natin. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think that's the advantage with OT compared to PT. You guys get to uh, go beyond, like, what you mean for physical dysfunction, but really go beyond, like, even treating uh, someone with a mental disorder. Yeah, actually. <laughs> uh, I guess we could move on uh, with that later. But uh, with your overall experience, naman with your college, with your uh, with uh, how things uh, are run, uh, was your college like supportive, accommodating? Uh, hmm. Again, <laughs> since we're on the topic of mental health, I think my college definitely would be one of the colleges that I'm proud to have been a part of and I'm still a part of like we really do have ways of trying to make sure that all of the students are okay so kahit ako nung student ako um I really had a good experience with everything because in terms of the OT department no? so sa department namin nung student ako na feel ko talaga na the professors are really easy to approach. They're um, very organized. They let us know of any changes in the schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, they make sure that we're okay with those changes. Um, they're very caring. They're supportive. And as much as they could, they try to accommodate kung ano man yung mga nagiging issues or concerns namin in terms of our academics. Tapos, we also get to approach them about our personal concerns. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's a very um, supportive or good way 
of supporting the students hindi hindi lang through academics but also with their emotional and mental health no yeah <laughs> okay thank you i mean thank you for sharing that it just shows the that college is very uh welcoming in terms of that uh, aspect not just yeah. parang it's not just all right you, we want you guys to do this and do it I mean, at yeah. least they take their time to hear you guys. <laughs> yeah, since we're a small college, I think it's also good, no, yung experience dun sa college na we get to make friends with mm-hmm. those from other courses. So we have friends from um, the PTs, we have friends from the SPs, you know, so it's a very tight-knit community, the college. Inig, doon na lang kayo magtutulungan-tulungan, no? Uh-oh. <laughs> In terms of like, uy, paano to? Paano yan? <laughs> Totoo! Uh-oh. <laughs> With my friends, uh, my OT friends, one thing that they would ask us was about gate. I mean, mm. yeah, I think that's a topic, you know, that's <laughs> difficult. I mean... Not difficult, but it's not like something you guys focus on as we would do it on PT. And then yeah. I think the PT side of things, asking the OT would be the BMT the and the whole, <laughs> the whole uh, pediatrics talaga. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, uh, BMT is really, I don't know, it's magic. <laughs> Same lang pala, no? Kahit different schools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's magic, man. I mean, for for anyone that's thinking of uh, taking OT or PT, you have to learn BMT, especially if you're going to do pediatrics. That, that really... Behavior management. <laughs> uh, that could go a long way. I mean... I could have my stories with it, but <laughs> sometimes I would, I would assume that my my friends are not really talking to me, or what? Because I'm thinking, bah, bini BMT lang nila ako to get a a behavior out of me. So yeah, <laughs> most likely. <laughs> yeah, for my OT friends out there, you guys probably laughing now. <laughs> Uh, I guess moving on with uh with the before the professors with the classrooms uh what's your overall experience with that in terms of the equipment and learning materials and as well as uh, I think this is different from each OT schools uh can you share with us the different kinds of assessment tools that you guys were able to use uh during your stay okay um in terms of the classrooms, we have good classrooms naman in the college, no? So, lahat naman sila air-conditioned, we have enough seats, um, meron kaming whiteboards mm-hmm. and EVR um, equipment. Ay, EVR ba tawag yun? Audiovisual equipment? Uh, audiovisual. Um, and then, usable naman lahat for me. No, so we have OT equipment and PT equipment. I think yun yung mas napapansin ko kasi mas malaki yung equipment natin. Um, for speech, 
I'm not that sure, but we do have anatomical models at the college. Mm-hmm. So, like, we have models of ears, brains, um, ano po ba? Larynx, mga throat stuff, um, we have the whole anatomical model, muscles, bones, mm-hmm. um, you guys have your special names for them too, for the models? I mean, as for, um, I mean, during our college, we have like a name for our muscle man, for our skeleton. Muscle man! <laughs> yeah, you beat out namin. <laughs> Alright, continue. <laughs> Sorry. Um, ano ba? Um, in terms of tools sa OT, we have, we do have standardized assessment tools. So, meron kaming mga pang-check nung grip and pinch strength. Mm-hmm. Meron kami nung mga um, pang-check nung visual perceptual skills. Meron din kaming mga play assessments. Um, job inventory of vocational inventory assessments. We have a lot naman. Pero mostly mga paper-based yun, mm-hmm. no? So, we have enough to teach adequately yung mga lectures naman in terms of equipment. And Then, kung sige, may times na, kung may times na wala, we make do with other resources. So, um, napapractice din yung creativity namin, lalo na kapag wala kaming equipment na kailangan. Or parang, kapag wala kami ng equipment na kailangan for that specific lecture, um, napapractice yung creativity namin kasi tinatanong rin kami nung professors namin, okay, what would you do kung wala ka ng equipment na yan? How would you assess or how would you give treatment kung wala ka ng equipment na yun? Mm. So, I think that's, ayun, meron na mga ways So you just really have to be creative and take on your yeah. feet talaga. And mm-hmm. I guess, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, this uh, assessment tools that you guys use, uh, they're, they're not cheap. Mahal sila, di ba? Yeah. Um, we're, we're very protective about our assessment tools. <laughs> Kasi hindi sila mura. Um, I'm not sure about the exact prices of those tools, pero uh-huh. like very maingat yung mga professors namin before when they would use those equipment. <laughs> yeah, because I was I heard that I mean, if you lose like one part of one assessment, I mean that's a problem. Says I think some assessments they don't even like sell yung parang parts of it lang. I mean, if you lose one part, you you'd have to buy the whole thing. Yeah, mm mm. mga inventory din kasi kami for that. So talagang awal may magwala. Guess <laughs> <laughs> you could move on with your. What is your overall experience with the professors you've encountered? Um, as you know, if they they push you to the limits, uh, were they difficult, amazing, uh, memorable? Uh, you're friends with them now, or what? <laughs> Actually, um, yung true sa amin would be as soon as pagka graduate mo, friends na kayo ng professors mo. 
So I think that's one thing that amazes me no, with the profession and the college as well. Na no student kami, they were very professional. I mean, they were very good at teaching. Mm-hmm. They were good at their jobs. Um, some of them would be a bit scary at first and then you eventually realize na, oh, okay, they mean well. They, they're they one of the um, best professors that I've had. Medyo scary lang sila at first. Pero now, parang portada or friends na kayo, no? So, um, ano ko ba? Um, they're very caring, you know, um, tulad nung sinabi ko kanina with the college na they're caring, they're supportive, and they're accommodating, but at the same time, they're always trying to challenge you mm-hmm. to be responsible for your own learning. So, hindi yung pag may tanong ka, sasagutin nila agad. Ah, uh, so it's ang not, it's not spoon-fed. joke namin before would be, ang common na joke namin before would be, pag nagkatanungan kami as classmates, magsasagutin kami na, what do you think? Kasi yun ang laging natatanong sa amin ng professors <laughs> namin. Pag may tanong kami, what do you think? Ah! Oh, okay po! <laughs> But then, it ended up well kasi, yun nga, yung parang trademark na after we graduate, we become responsible for our own learning and we just don't stop trying to figure out stuff mm-hmm. kahit na hindi na kami required to study. So, I think, yun yung I guess that's, ano, yun yung naging uh, na-instill na sa inyo yun na to find uh, answers to your own individual questions. Mm-mm. <laughs> um, I think you've become all friends with your professors now because you're laughing about it. Yeah, we are friends. Lalo na dahil nag-faculty din ako, so naging friends ko talaga sila. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, I guess um, we could talk about that. I mean, with your profession now, uh, how was the transition with being uh, a student and you know being friends with your professors? Uh, I mean, colleagues with your professors. So how was that transition? It was a bit awkward at first. Uh-huh. I <laughs> yeah, um, I think so too. Calling them ma'am or calling them sir. Tapos biglang sasabihin nila sa'yo, no, wag na yung ma'am and sir. Just call me by my name. And you're like, what? <laughs> How many years older than me? And you want me to just drop the ma'am and sir in one day? <laughs> so I think that was the biggest transition from being a student to mm-hmm. being a faculty. You know? Na parang, How do you act like a colleague and not like a student to them? <laughs> But I guess, ano lang siya. It's just an adjustment period. I mean, besides of how, I mean, whatever you guys end up calling each other, it's still that, you know, the professionalism and the respect <laughs> with it. No man. Tsaka, mm-hmm. when you work with each other kasi, di ba, parang nagiging ano na lang siya. Parang automatic na siya na nag-a-adjust ka talaga. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess moving on with the, I mean, Going with that uh, topic, can you tell uh, us about your overall experience with your internship? Um, so, for our internship, we have a pedia rotation, a physical dysfunction rotation, 
for a mental health rotation. So, pare, ang non-negotiables naman would be we all have to go through PGH, mm-hmm. media, um, org work, and... I'm sorry, what's the other one? Org work. What's... Uh, PAOT work. So, we help out or technically, we become interns for the organization for OT. And then, yun yung non-negotiable. So, PEDIA, PGH, org work, and CBR, mm-hmm. or community-based rehab. Yes. Then, the one na hindi na pupuntahan ng lahat would be either we get a rotation for physical dysfunction or we get a rotation for mental health. So, not everyone gets to go doon sa dalawang rotations na yun. So, hati yung batch namin into two. I mean, hati talaga yung batch or like the na-randomize kung sino yung napupunta for fish days and for the psych. Mm. Ano siya? Ang nangyayari would be mag-randomize mm-hmm. yung professor namin at first. Tapos, I think a few only would go there. Pero kung hindi mo masyadong gusto na mag-go into the setting for mental health, mm-hmm. pwede kang makipag-switch with another. So, para siyang ano, um, negotiation siya between the students. Tapos, we just inform our professor kung sino yung final list uh, namin. But then, I guess, Veronica, for PGH, you kind of have everything there with the wards that you guys have? Uh, for PGH, we only have the Ward 5, which uh, is for the inpatient ng rehab ward. Mm. Tapos adults lang kami. Wala kaming pedya. At least, nung time ko. Okay. See, see. I guess, with your overall experience in internship, besides the decking, uh, I mean, do you have anything to share with us? I mean, something you could share to the future interns na something to look forward to with internship but like the whole learning with it the learning uh, aspect i see um i think internship would be a time for everyone to realize na kaya pala kaya pala nilang maghandle ng patients mm-hmm. so syempre coming into it you'd be like scared or nervous about it pero you realize eventually na oh okay I can actually do it with some assistance, but it's more of like a time of building your self-confidence and knowledge, like integrating talaga your knowledge from theory into the actual application. So it's a nerve-wracking experience, but at the same time, it's also a very, very valuable and memorable experience for everyone. I've talked to a lot of people of interns kahit sa batch namin sa batch ngayon and I parang they come into it na scared and then they come out of it na tuwang-tuwa sila kasi ang dami na nilang natutunan mm-hmm. they um like they feel very accomplished or parang ang sarap lang sa pakiramdam na nakakatulong ka yes. parang ganun ang general na trend with the internship thing. Sano, yun naman talaga ang 
the first impressions with internship. You can't really prepare much for it. You just really have to go through and base everything on what you know. Have a you know have a educational basis of things, and then you just go from there. And coming out from it, you you feel amazed, right? And you're giving back and being able to treat. Parang after I could just treat anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's uh, amazing. In terms of the tips and tricks or advice that you have na lang, uh, I mean, you already touched up on the interns. Uh, any um, advices that you have for anyone that's thinking of becoming a PTOT someday? I mean, not a PTOT, a P, an OT someday. And as well as for the current students um, that are going through with their OT program? Tips, mm, tricks, or advice? Siguro, ang lagi kong sinasabi would be for you to just be open about everything. So kung hindi, hindi mo siya hilig mm-hmm. at parang napilit ka lang to enroll in the program, siguro try to find what about your passion can be integrated into your program. For example, mahilig kang um, mag-growing, ganon. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean na pag-OT ka or PT ka, you don't get to draw anymore. Yes. You could actually do like treatments that would incorporate drawing. Diba? So, I think OT, PT, SP are very versatile professions mm-hmm. that you could like mold into your own na basta naintindihan mo kung ano yung basics yes. ng program mo and you know what you love, you could actually like combine those two. And then, another one would be for you to understand yourself better. So, very OT yung perspective ko. <laughs> I think na, <laughs> you just really have to get to know yourself better mm-hmm. para ma para ma-emphasize mo or ma-use mo yung strengths mo to finish the program. For example, um, in terms of studying, do you study best alone or do you study best kung may kasama? Mm-hmm. Or are you the type of learner who would just read tapos alam mo na? Or mm-hmm. do you need to listen to something? Do you need to like move to memorize? Mga ganong stuff. Like, learn how you learn best. I think yun yung pinaka-advice ko. Like, learn about yourself and try to use that to your advantage. Thank you. That's, that's a lot. I mean, very useful, Ren. And the, I know, uh, not the, the very OT-like uh, answer. <laughs> And in line with that, I have my ultimate question for you then. Um, what is OT in your own words? Without the textbook references. <laughs> Para akong intern ulit. <laughs> um, sige, OT or occupational therapy for me would be a profession that allows you, yourself, and mm-hmm. others to live um, fully by doing the things that you enjoy, 
doing the things that you need to do and doing the things that you're expected to do. So it's more of um, a profession that teaches you how to live with your activities. Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> I hope it did. <laughs> oh, no, man. I mean, you just touched up on how to be living. I mean, with your patient, you'll be uh, handling, like, to help them live the best That's quality. Great. Yeah. Uh, despite of what uh, they're going through. And I guess it, the more on the ADL type, uh, side of things. Mm-hmm. I guess that wraps up our interview. <laughs> <laughs> despite of our problems with communication earlier. Um, yeah. For sure. Do you have any uh, social sites that you'd want you know people to follow you? A Twitter? account siguro if people would want to contact me mm-hmm. um they could do that instagram mm-hmm. or twitter then as well as your email for anyone to message you uh, yeah directly. my email would be de dot veronica 97 at gmail.com all right uh got it Hey guys, thank you so much for reaching up to this point. This ends our episode for today. I hope you can come back again and listen to the other episodes coming up. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share this and other upcoming episodes to anyone that you know that can benefit from this. And that's it guys. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Stay at home. Stay safe.